and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Here we are back with another episode. It's officially summer today. Uh, as I'm recording this, is the first official day of summer. It's like 83 degrees here in Chicago. Gotta love it. Like This is the weather that kind of reminds me of my summers uh, in Florida and at Disney, like those hot, humid, you know, mid 80s. Uh, I absolutely love it. But before we get into everything, you guys know how this goes. Got to plug the socials here Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can follow me, uh, Disney World Today. It's all one word. Uh, Instagram and TikTok, those are the big two. Uh, my DMs on Instagram are always open if you want to stop by and say hi. Let me know what you think of the show. If you have ideas, topic suggestions, rankings, lists, top tens, anything like that. Um, if you want to talk about Disney, talk about your trip, talk about sports, life, doesn't matter. Uh, feel free to hit me up there. TikTok, uh, still trying to make a push for 10,000 followers. I'll get there eventually. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. Uh, that's always much appreciated. And if you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Also, the newest feature uh, to Spotify podcasting. You can now support the podcast. If you want to support me in the show, uh, make a monthly contribution, you can do that. Just click on the link in my Spotify podcast homepage, or you can find it in my Instagram bio. If you do end up supporting the show, uh, shoot me a message so I can thank you personally. Last week's episode, we talked about food. You guys know I love to eat. We did World Showcase, Epcot's World Showcase. We went around the world and talked about my favorite snacks from each country. Uh, I tried to do a, a, a food item and a beverage from each. Um, it was a little tough for a couple of them, but it was fun to do. Um, definitely made me hungry just thinking about and talking about. And some of these episodes, it's like I'll start recording or start working on my notes and stuff for the show and like halfway through I'll just get like random memories like that happened to me uh, when I was recording like I, I had my list done I was going through the countries I'm like halfway through and I get the get to the America Pavilion and all of a sudden I get like this rush of memories of when I was a kid going there with my family and us like eating funnel cakes to the point that when we got home from Disney my dad ordered a funnel cake like making kit and we made them at home like obviously it wasn't the same because everything at Disney is better but like just that that memory just just came out of nowhere and like again that happened this week too it's crazy to think about you know I have all these you know memories just locked away uh, and when I start talking about Disney this they just kind of come unlocked you know Epcot uh, World Showcase is, is so great and you know part of the reason why I love it so much now that I'm older uh, it's because of all the food and drink. You know, I, I talk about it in the episode. I've never really considered myself a foodie, um, but I can thank the Epcot Food and Wine Festival for kind of uh, changing that. That made me, you know, somewhat of a foodie, like made me want to try new and unique foods. Um, you know, and now when we go to Disney, go to Epcot, like we want to try, you know, all the new stuff, try stuff from around the world. Like me and my wife, you know, a couple trips ago, we wanted to try every, like a, a cupcake from every place that we went to. So we were trying like all these different cupcakes. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's always fun, I guess, talking about food. But if you haven't listened already, it's available everywhere. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a shout out to Brandon. Uh, Brandon's a listener of the show. He sent me a message on Instagram basically saying, um, you know, that he's got a trip coming up. 
And his trip, you know, he's going with his wife and his family, and they're doing things a little differently this year, different than they usually do. And he was saying that uh, a couple of the days, they're going to do just the after-hours party. So when he's there, uh, Epcot and Hollywood Studios both have their after-hours party in the same week. And instead of, you know, doing the usual, you know, wake up early, go to the parks, all this stuff... They're just going to have a chill day, you know, relax at the resort, relax at the pool, uh, head into Epcot at 7 o'clock, and then at 9 o'clock, they kick out everyone that's not there um, for the after-hours party. So from 7 o'clock to 1 a.m., you know, you can kind of enjoy Epcot, and he's going to do the same with Hollywood Studios. And he sent me this, and after I read it, I was thinking, I was like, you know what, like, that sounds awesome. You know, I, I'm 30, I'm going to be 33 years old here in a couple weeks. I've been to Disney plenty of times. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love the, you know, the grind, the, you know, wake up early, get to the park, get all the rides in, you know, deal with the heat, come back to the room, eat, change, swim, go back out. Like, I, I, I like that. I love that. Don't get me wrong. But at this point in my life, you know, a couple days where you just kind of relax during the day, hang out at the pool, hang out at the food court, maybe do some resort hopping, and then roll into Epcot at 7 o'clock, and then from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., it's the after-hours party where the crowds are less. You can pretty much get on whatever rides you want. That sounds like the, that sounds like a really good plan. Like, if, if it lined up that way, like, I definitely would not mind doing that because especially, like, with Epcot, if you get there at 7 and it's open till 1 and assuming everything's open you could you could get everything in like you can get everything done that you want to do like maybe you'd have to sacrifice a little bit you know just like you know some shopping or walking around like world showcase or something like that but as as far as attractions and shows and stuff you could definitely get everything in so uh, i want to thank brandon for uh for reaching out letting me know he enjoys the show and he's uh you know he's excited for his trip coming up and that just you know it sparked something in my mind like you know what? That sounds awesome. Like that sounds like a plan. <laughs> you know, I don't mind a few chill days at Disney uh, here and there. Now on to this week's episode. We're back with a top ten list. You guys know I love my top ten lists. This week we're doing top ten most relaxing rides at Walt Disney World. All right, here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad. Now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Top 10 most relaxing rides at Walt Disney World. Now this week's episode, this was one, you know, I... I was thinking about for a few days, I was like, what do I want to do this week's episode on? I wasn't too sure. Nothing really popped out. Nothing really happened, you know, that made me, you know, that you know, kind of pushed me in the direction of a certain episode. So I had to go to my handy dandy notes app uh, and just go down the list and pick, you know, which one I wanted to do. I figured we haven't done a top 10 list for a while. So top 10 most relaxing rides at Walt Disney World because as it kind of relates to my intro, you know, at this point in my life, I, I don't mind, you know, a few relaxing days at Disney. And with that, you know, every once in a while, you just kind of need to, you know, get onto an attraction and just kind of unwind and relax. And there are certain attractions that I find relaxing that maybe some people don't. I, I'm sure um, there's going to be a lot like that, actually, because it's kind of like personal opinion. There's certain moments, certain times that I go onto a, you know, a Disney attraction 
and for whatever for whatever reason it just you know it can bring over like a bit of calmness to you whether it's you know a coaster a thrill ride a slow moving ride there's just certain moments during disney rides where i can kind of just check out and everything around me the the theming or the 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 senses you know the sights the sounds the smells you know they remind me of being at disney being on vacation you know it's a reminder that i'm not at home going to work you know it's i'm in this happiness bubble that is you know walt disney world so that's kind of the the reasoning behind this list um you know i love doing my top tens i don't think i came up with any honorable mentions that could change uh, as i start to record here uh, but i came up with my tens we'll start off and i i tried to put them in order i tried to do you know my number one most relaxing ride at number one and you know as always it's so tough to rank anything uh but when it comes to disney man i struggle so i had to write down like three rough drafts uh, of my list so let's get into it right away i'm going to start us off with number 10 my number 10 pick for most relaxing rides at walt disney world is the tomorrowland speedway now this might be one that you're thinking like what what are you talking about why is this on your list like i there's something about the tomorrowland speedway to me there you know i'm not going to say the entire attraction uh, is relaxing because you know at certain points it can become somewhat chaotic you know the loading uh the loading area where you kind of when you're getting off and, and and getting on you know towards the end of the ride it can get a little backed up but just let me explain for a second here my family you know i come from like a car family my family owned a gas station my dad was a mechanic my grandpa was a you know mechanic like it's in my blood so we love cars so that's part of it you know the whole racetrack environment that's definitely part of it the smell of the gas the smell of the engines and the oil I love it you know I, I definitely love it so that definitely plays a role the fact that it's in Tomorrowland plays a role you know there to me there's something about going on the speedway at night uh, when it's not super crowded and you know I you gotta say like it's a nice long ride like it's a long track so you're actually on the ride for a good amount of time and there's a stretch during the speedway um, where I just remember uh, this had to be probably maybe three or four years ago we went on it it's probably the first time i was on it in a couple of years you know we don't kind of go out of our ways uh to ride it anymore but we went on it it was nighttime it was probably you know 80 something degrees we're in tomorrowland and we're riding the speedway and i got to this one stretch of the track where you're you can just kind of see the people mover and uh space mountain you can hear the sounds of tomorrowland in the background and it was like I was cruising down the highway on a nice warm summer night, windows down, music blaring. Like that's kind of what took over me. Like that one short stretch uh, just kind of sticks out in my mind. And you know, it's it's a, when you think back, you, know, you can just kind of sit back and think about it. Like you're on this giant, pretty much go-kart track at Walt Disney World. You know, you're by yourself in this car. There was like no one else around me. I can see Space Mountain, the People Mover, Tomorrowland, the colors, the sights, the sounds. It's nighttime. It's 80-something degrees. It's a warm, beautiful night. I'm at Disney on vacation. Like, just that moment alone uh, is what made me put this on my list. Like, I had to put it. Like, when I was thinking top 10 relaxing rides, like, it, it kind of popped into my head pretty quick, you know, just because of that one moment. So, I'm, I may be in the minority here. Um, and I know parts of the ride are kind of chaotic, but for me, 
because of that one stretch, that one moment where I was just kind of, I was able to just kind of, I think I actually stopped the car too and just kind of stopped for a second, took a breath, kind of just looked around and just absorbed everything and was just like, this is nice. Like this, this is Disney. So my number 10 pick starting off with maybe a uh, unconventional one, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Moving on to number nine now, I think I'm going to hit you guys with another unconventional pick here. Maybe a, a, a little controversial, like maybe someone wouldn't consider this an attraction. But for my number nine pick, I'm going to go with the Lazy River. Uh, I'm going to go with specifically a Typhoon Lagoon, just because I've done that one more. But Lazy River at the water parks. This is something that when I was a kid, not going to lie, like I could not stand the Lazy River. My parents always wanted to go in the Lazy River. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. Like, why would I, why would I want to go in the Lazy River and just sit on a raft when I could be in the giant wave pool jumping on waves and elbowing people in the head and going on slides and snorkeling with sharks? Like, why would I go to a Lazy River? Now that I'm older, I get it. <laughs> I definitely get it. Like, there's times I get on that Lazy River, I get on that raft, and I could probably fall asleep and just ride that thing all day. You know, it's... It's a, it's a hot day, you're in the cold water, you know, you're in a raft, you know, my family's there, my wife, uh, you know, got those parts of the ride where you go under like almost like the waterfall areas, get a little, get a little wet just to kind of cool you down. But the lazy river at Typhoon Lagoon, I just, I have a lot of memories uh, at that one. I've been in that one more, you know, the Blizzard Beach one is cool too, but the lazy river one, you know, we would always just kind of go to Typhoon Lagoon more. Um, and like I said, as a kid, like, when we would go to the Lazy River, me and my cousins, because we didn't want to be in the Lazy River, we would not just sit on a raft and just sit there. We would play games. We would play like tag almost where uh, we would take turns trying to catch the other person or we'd try to swim. You know, we wouldn't even spend much time in the rafts. You know, we'd swim around all these people and like swim as fast as we could to try and see if we could, you know, catch up to my parents or not, and like lap them. Um, you know, and as I had gotten older, like I totally get it now. It's a relaxing way to just kind of unwind. Again, you're kind of just taking in the the nice weather, the sights, the sounds, the smells. You know, it, at certain points, yeah, it can get a little chaotic. There's nothing worse than standing um, on the stairs waiting for the the raft, the inner tube that you would like, and it not getting there. Like I like the I don't know if they even still have them, but the two person ones. You know, I'm I'm a bigger guy. I like to have the two person one to myself. You know, kind of stretch out my legs a little bit. But I love it. Like I could ride that thing all day now. Get on, you know, put on some sunscreen, put on my floppy hat, you know, and just kind of chill in the lazy river for a while, kill some time, you know, maybe re you know relax a little bit before going back into the wave pool. Um, yeah, it's something I definitely get. I, I don't know if this would be on a lot of people's lists because I don't know if it's considered an attraction. You know, it's not in the parks. It's not a coaster. It's not a ride like that. But the lazy river, I, I gotta have it on here. Um, when it comes to Disney and relaxing rides or attractions, you know, it's literally called the Lazy River. It has the word lazy in it. So I think it has to be, you know, on some sort of list here. So for my number nine pick, I'm going to go with the Lazy River at Typhoon Lagoon. Now that I'm looking at my list, my number eight pick might be a little uh, out of the box as well. Maybe not on too many lists, but I think it's got to count and it's going to make my list for sure. My number eight pick is the Walt Disney World Railroad. Now, you guys know the show. You've been, if you've been listening a while, you know that I use, you know, in my intro, uh, a line from the Walt Disney World Rail Railroad. Um, and it's something 
kind of goes back to my youth. Like I was always into trains, you know, my dad and my grandpa uh, kind of instilled that in me. Like I love playing trains, toy trains, Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, my grandpa had a train set in, in his basement, like this huge, like elaborate one with like, like, uh, you know, like a little town. And like, we had like these capsules you could put in the, the engines that would like make little puffs of smoke come out. Like I love trains. So, you know, going to Disney, we would always ride the train because of that. Like I know it's not a far walk from main street, you know, to Frontierland, but you know, uh, especially back in the day when I was younger, like that was one of the first things we would do. We would, instead of walking, you know, down Main Street to wherever we wanted to go, we'd go ride on the train, take that to like Frontierland and then walk around just because we wanted to ride it. I know it's been closed a while, but I've just always found it relaxing and soothing. And, you know, I know it's not the fastest or thrilling and it's just like a, you know, a normal little train ride. Um, but I just, I, to me, I find it very relaxing. The sights, the sounds. I love sitting on the aisle and feeling the breeze, you know, and just watching you know, like as you go through certain parts of the Magic Kingdom. You're, you know, kind of a little bit behind the scenes, you know. Like as a kid, I always thought that was cool. Like you would see like, um, like uh, there's like that one part where there's like, you can kind of see like behind like Adventureland and there's, uh, I remember we used to see like cast members walking over there and it was like, whoa, we got to see like behind you know, behind the scenes at Walt Disney World. And uh, I loved like just the sound and the smell of the engine and everything like that, you know, and just the, the Disney World Railroad, like this is so random and just part of the reason probably why I like it so much too is that, uh, so I always played sports. I played high school, college, and I think it started when I was in high school playing volleyball. Um, <laughs> my dad would come to all the games and he would get really into it. And whenever I would, you know, spike it and get a point, you know, everyone would cheer. And my dad would, like, yell, all aboard, like, just like you hear in the intro, just like you hear on the Walt Disney World Railroad. And he continued that, you know, into my college days when I'm playing college basketball. Every time I'd score a basket, you'd hear him yelling in the background, all aboard. And, like, that's from the Disney Railroad. So the it, it's got a special place in my heart. You know, it's just... A nice, relaxing ride. You know, you're kind of away from the hustle and bustle. You get to sit down. Um, and a lot of times at Disney, I think you have to kind of take advantage of those moments. You know, where you're not in the middle of the crazy and the chaos. You're not, you know, walking around in the, with the sun beating down on you, surrounded by other people. Like, you're in the shade. You're sitting down. There's a nice breeze as you go. There's cool things to look at it, the smell of the train like everything about it i just have always found it very relaxing to me and it's probably another unorthodox pick you know when when you say attractions you're probably not thinking the the disney railroad but for me it's got to be on my list of number eight the walt disney world railroad moving along here to my number seven pick let's head over to the magic kingdom my number seven pick is going to be mickey's philhar magic now, why do I find this one relaxing? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, probably mostly because you're sitting down in the cold theater in these cushioned, comfy seats. Like that has to play a role. When you're thinking of relaxing rides at Walt Disney World, you know, a lot of times I'm thinking like, okay, you're, it, it's hot, you need a break. Let's take a few minutes, you know, get out of the sun, you know, sit down in this nice, comfy seat in this air-conditioned theater you know give your feet a break just get out of the sun like 
that plays a role in relaxing rides at Disney sometimes. I think we all kind of have these, you know, certain attractions where sometimes you'll just be, you know, tired or you're, you're going throughout your day at the park and you just say, hey, you know, let's let's stop and, and watch this show. You know, just kind of take a break for a little bit before you're running all over, you know, in the sun, standing outside. So Mickey's Philhar Magic is that show for me. You know, plus like the show itself, like I love the classic Disney movies, the animated movies of the 90s. Like I grew up on those. So, you know, just sitting in the theater, if anything, like I can even like close my eyes, you know, and just listen to the, you know, the soundtrack, the classic songs, you know, the scenes of the show. Like it's, it's a fun, entertaining show. I've seen it so many times. It's not like, you know, I have to pay attention. Uh, you know, I can kind of just kind of unwind and relax for a few minutes before, you know, going back on our, you know, back to our day of schlepping through the parks, you know, in the sun, it's 90 degrees, maybe you're a little sunburnt. Uh, so you just kind of have to take advantage of those moments where you're not, you know, cooking in the sun. You know, I, I think there's a, a few Disney attractions like this where, you know, maybe some people go on it just to kind of take a little break, get out of the sun. Like for example, like spoiler alert, like it's not on my list, like Hall of Presidents, I feel like someone could argue uh, would be a relaxing ride at Disney because, you know, it's not, it's not intense. You're just kind of sitting down in a theater, air conditioned. But for me, like that's, it's not relaxing to me when I, it's too boring, you know, it's too much. Like I feel like Mickey's Philhar Magic, it's a better show. You know, it's something where I can relax and also like just kind of keep my ears, you know, perked up, like listening or just half paying attention. You know, it's not Hall of Presence where I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, like I just wish this was this would end. You know, it's kind of the opposite. Mickey's Philhar Magic, I'm sitting there like, oh man, this, you know, this is nice. I hope this goes on forever, you know. So that's why it's on my list at number seven, Mickey's Philhar Magic. All right, kind of like how I mentioned earlier, sometimes I change my list as I go. And considering my like number 10 through 7 picks have been a little unconventional, I'm going to say, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I can make the rules here. My number 6 pick, I'm going to go with the monorail. I know it's not an attraction, it's not a ride, but I don't know what else to call it. I was thinking about just putting it on my honorable mentions, but since I have the lazy river, I have the railroad, you know, it, screw it. I'm going to do it. My number 6 pick is the Walt Disney World monorail. See, that's what's nice about having your own podcast. It's kind of like, whose line is it anyways? Where like the points don't matter. You can just kind of make up things as you go. I think we can all agree uh, that we love the monorail. And why did I put it at number six and not maybe higher on the list? Like, I figured, you know what? It's, it's not a true ride or attraction. And to be honest, like it's not relaxing all the time. It's not a guarantee that you're gonna have a relaxing ride on the monorail. I think it kind of depends on where you're going, what time, you know, stuff like that. Like, I've been on the monorail where it's been jam-packed. You're waiting in line for the monorail as, like, two of them go by. Like, I think we've all seen, uh, you know, when Magic Kingdom closes, the line for the monorail gets insanely long. It gets packed, you know. It's not relaxing all the time. Like, when, you're, when you have to wait in line... And like hope that you can make it onto the next train and then you have to end up, you know, standing the whole ride and you're you're butt to butt with a random stranger and it's you know it, it, it's packed, it's crazy. You know, also like sometimes you have to transfer, like getting, you know, waiting in line for the monorail, standing, then getting off, then walking, you know, and transferring at the ticket and transportation center. Like sometimes that's not very relaxing. Um, but 
Those times where you can get on a monorail and have an entire car to yourself or just you and your family in that car, man, like that is a relaxing ride. Like the monorail itself, you know, it's a smooth ride. It's quiet. Um, you know, great views of, you know, if you're around the Magic Kingdom, the Magic Kingdom Resort area. I love the views, you know, the, the audio that goes along with it, especially the classic audio. Like we could recite that word for word. What a nice, relaxing ride. It's one of those, like my mom would say, or, you know, someone would say like, man, I wish we could take this all the way back to Chicago. And it's like, it's so true. Like I could ride that, you know, if you told me, hey, Kevin, there's this new monorail that's going to take you from Chicago to Disney World. Like, yeah, I would do that. Are you kidding me? That would be awesome. Like, I love the monorail. I've always loved the monorail. I think a lot of kids, you know, my age growing up, you know, going to Disney kind of feel the same way. So I figured, yeah, you know what? We might as well put this on my list. Um, I, I, I love the monorail. Like, I, like the smell, like everything about it, you know, I can, I can find relaxing. Just There's just something about like having the, you know, the entire car to yourself. Um, I know when I was a kid, like whenever that would happen, like we would definitely like goof around, like, I would hang from the, you know, like the, the, the bar on the ceiling and hang upside down like Spider-Man. And we would like, you know, jump over the, the middle. Like we were always goofing around there. But now that I'm older, I love having a car to ourselves. I can kind of stretch out a little bit. Like I can take off my backpack. I can you know, stretch out my legs if I wanted to. I don't have to be, you know, crammed or standing in the corner. Like love the monorail. Love it when it's relaxing. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put it on my list here at number six. Let's move on now to my number five pick. We're back at the Magic Kingdom now, and now finally another true Disney attraction. My number five pick is going to be the Haunted Mansion. Yes, I find the Haunted Mansion very relaxing. Um, it's probably a combination of things. Like, I think part of it is probably, you know, it's a Disney classic. I've ridden it so many times. There's like that comfort level with it, you know, where I just... I just like, it's like a comfort ride for me. You know, also too, as I talked about, you know, a lot of times if you're at Disney in the summer and it's hot and it's 90 degrees, you're walking in the sun, getting inside the Haunted Mansion, it feels like they got the air cranked down just a little bit more in there. You know, you could always kind of feel like a little breeze in there, like a cool draft. Um, So that in itself, you know, feels really nice and relaxing. You know, once you get on the ride, like you're on this slow moving vehicle, it's a ride I've ridden a thousand times, so I know everything. I know you know where everything is. I know what to expect. I know the audio. Um, it's dark in there. It's cold in there. Like everything about that, I find very soothing and very re- relaxing. Uh, it's one of those I've probably closed my eyes on and maybe drifted off a little bit. You know, on some of those some of those Disney days that you're just burnt out. You know, they're, probably unintentionally, I've probably drifted off and. and you know, started to nap a little bit on the Haunted Mansion. I just, I, you know, the best part, you know, when you're going through the graveyard and your, uh, your doom buggy kind of rotates backwards momentarily, that in itself is like a, a, a top-tier relaxing uh, part of the ride. Um, just everything about the Haunted Mansion, like I said, it's, it's cold inside. You get to sit down. It's a slow-moving ride. It's dark. You can close your eyes if, if you want to, like, this might be one of those, you know, my dad used to kind of, uh, <laughs> once he got older, uh, he was kind of notorious for falling asleep in random places at Disney. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's fallen asleep on the Haunted Mansion before. And now that I'm getting older and now that I'm going to have a son, I get it. Yep, I definitely get it. So I could see myself, you know, being like, hey guys, let's go on a Haunted Mansion. 
uh, it'll be fun and secretly I'm just trying to get a quick nap in. So for me, the Haunted Mansion, uh, there's a few rides I was thinking about. There's some comparable ones. Pirates of the Caribbean is somewhat comparable, but I took in consideration like Haunted Mansion's a little darker, uh, a little more comfortable for me. I don't exactly fit uh, on the Pirates boat or, you know, sometimes we're kind of crammed in that row. So for me at my number five pick, I'm going to go with the Haunted Mansion. Let's move on now to my number four pick. We're heading over to Epcot, and my number four pick is going to be Soren. Welcome to Soren, Soren to Tower. I, you know, this is one of those, um, it's not that relaxing to me until you get on the ride. Uh, you know, the whole queue, it's usually pretty long. You're standing, um, you know, when I'm standing for too long, my feet start to hurt, my back starts to hurt, so I'm not really relaxed there. But once I get on the ride, there's something about it. I guess maybe because it kind of does feel like you're, you know, hang gliding through the air. There's just certain scenes uh, during this attraction, during the movie, where it just, it feels like you're flying and you can feel the breeze and like the different smells. Um, it's one of those where, you know, I'm not going on it to take a nap, you know, anything like that, but I'm going on it and it's just... I don't know, it brings out like this just pure joy in me sometimes during those moments where I just catch myself kind of just smiling from ear to ear and maybe just giggling, you know, a little bit to myself. It just, it has that effect on me, you know, in some of those scenes. Because, you know, I'm never going to go hang gliding or Paris gliding, whatever, you know, whatever it is that we're actually doing. Uh, so this is the closest I'm going to get to it. And, you know, the scenes where you're flying over the water, or, you know, you're flying, you smell different scents, you know, oranges or trees or whatever. Uh, it, it's just, I find it soothing. I find it relaxing. It's not super thrilling. Like, it's not a ride where I'm going to get sick. I don't get motion sick on it, luckily. Um, so I can just kind of sit there and enjoy it. Like, also, I mean, the feeling of, you know, your feet kind of dangling and you can kind of swing them back and forth. That There's something about that that's a little soothing to me. Um, yeah, so for I think all of those reasons, um, you know, Soren is going to make my list here. Just I, I don't know. It's just I think the feeling of flying, the the breeze, and just the feeling of it um, is what kind of puts it up here in the top five. So my number four pick. Let me know what you guys think about this one. Uh, I wasn't sure uh, if a lot of people would have Soren on their list, but I'm going to have it here at number four. All right, we've made it to the top three. Let's stay at Epcot now. My number three pick, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth, I find very relaxing. It's a very relaxing ride for, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, some people may think it's boring. Uh, I don't think so. I, it's one of those, it's kind of like a combination for me of Mickey's Magic and the Haunted Mansion. Like, sometimes when you're at Epcot, you're walking around the parks, it's 90 degrees, your feet hurt, you're tired. Hey, you know, we got to get out of the sun. Let's take a little break. Let's go on Spaceship Earth. That's kind of, you know, we've done that before, you know. What makes it great, too, is a lot of the times there's no really wait time for it. So if you do need a break and you do need to sit down and get out of the sun, you know, a lot of times you can just kind of walk right on or maybe you're waiting 10 minutes. And, you know, once you get on, it's a good long ride, you know, just like Haunted Mansion. It, it's cold in there. It's dark in there. You know, I'm sitting comfortably in a seat. Um, and it's one of those I've ridden so many times, like I know what to expect. Like I know the audio. So um, I can kind of pay attention while also not paying attention. And again, another ride where I've probably unintentionally fallen asleep on sometimes. Um, you know, get a little, get a little cat nap in there. Um, 
you can't help it. You know, when you're tired, you're you're hungry, you're in the sun all day, and then you're sitting down in this in this cold, dark ride that you've ridden a thousand times. It tends to happen, you know. I remember like a year ago, I made a TikTok about how uh, when you need to get out of the sun and take a little nap, and it was like me getting on Spaceship Earth, and like I put my head over my eyes, pretending like I was going to sleep. I just remember some people in the comments being like, no, like, I love Spaceship Earth. Like, it's not that bad. It's not boring. It's like, I, I love Spaceship Earth too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't really find it boring. But when it's like day five of your trip, you know, and you, you've ridden it twice already, and it's hot and you're tired, you just need a little break, like, a ride like that, you know, comes in handy. Like, you need those, you know, every once in a while during your day just to kind of keep everyone fresh, everyone rejuvenated, you know, give people a break. Um... You know, I've ridden it a thousand times. I don't need to, uh, if I want to go on there and take a nap, you know, I'm, I'm not missing anything that I haven't seen or heard already. So for me at number three, another comfort ride, Spaceship Earth. All right, we've made it into the top two now. If you guys know me, you could probably guess both of them. If you really know me, you know what my number one's going to be. So for my number two pick, we're going to stay here at Epcot and we're going to go with Living With The Land. Now this one, unlike, you know, Spaceship Earth, Haunted, Filler Magic, like I'm not going on living in the land to try and take a nap or, you know, anything like that. I just find it really relaxing and soothing. There's just something about it, you know, the, the ride itself, it's kind of like two different halves. You have the half of, you know, it's the animatronics and you just kind of get a brief rundown of, you know, the land and evolution through time. And then that second half, um, when you're going through like the greenhouses and stuff, like both of them, you know, I just, I find it very relaxing, very soothing. It's a slow moving boat ride. There's something about the smell of living with the land and very underrated smell. You know, the smell of the water mixed in with, I don't know, whatever else is in there. Uh, especially once you get into like the greenhouse area, I feel like I can smell all of those fresh like fruits and vegetables. You know, it, it's a, it's a comfort ride. I think that's what I'm going to start calling it. It's a comfort ride. It's very underrated. I find it very fun, unique, relaxing, all at the same time. Uh, it's one of those I could ride all day. You know, the, the boat, it's never that crazy crowded. You know, we can usually spread out a little bit in the boat itself. We're, we're usually not standing in line that long. Even like uh, like the narration and stuff, I just find everything. It's one of those rides that's very like, it's very, um, you know, it's not intense. I don't have to be like on the edge of my seat waiting you know, for what's happening next. I can just kind of turn my brain off and enjoy the ride. I think you need that sometimes. So at number two, living with the land. All right, we've made it to my number one pick now. Like I said, if you guys know me, you know what this pick is going to be. This is the easiest one by far. This is the one when I thought about doing this episode, the first one I wrote down, the people mover, the most relaxing ride in Walt Disney World history. In my opinion, you know, some people may argue this, but for me, the people mover, everything about it, like, I, I think you can hear it in my voice. Like, I literally just thought about me riding the people mover at night, Tomorrowland, on, you know, it's summer vacation, there's a nice breeze, you're just cruising around Tomorrowland there. The sound of, you know, the track and the cars, it, there's something about that that I find, you know, kind of soothing and relaxing the cool breeze you feel as you go around, the sights and sounds you get to see Tomorrowland, you get to see Cinderella's Castle, other parts of the Magic Kingdom, just looking down and seeing all the people, seeing the people, you know, running to the their next attraction, running to Space Mountain, families holding hands, 
families wearing matching shirts. You can just soak in everything. And I just love that about the People Mover. It's, again, kind of like the monorail. It's one of those rides where I guarantee someone in my family, my mom or my dad, used to always say, like, man, I, I wish we could take this all the way back to Chicago. Because, again, I would, too. Like, I know it doesn't go very fast, but there's just something about it. It's smooth. It's fast enough to kind of, you know, keep things fun and to create a breeze you get to go through Space Mountain. That whole part of the ride is very cool and unique. And just going through like all the other buildings and like the audio is, it's classic. And it's one of those, I think it, it reminds me of being a kid. It reminds me of, it reminds me of being in Disney World. And you know, what, what I mean by that is it reminds me that I'm in this magical place. I'm in this happiness bubble. I'm in Disney World. I'm with my family. I'm with my wife. Like we're making memories. Like this is this is good. This is nice. Um, again, it's one of those I can kind of turn my brain off. You know, I can I can stick my feet up and put my feet on you know the seat across from me and li- literally unwind and relax and take a little break. Like that's one of those. Uh, if they let me and just kind of let me stay on, like I would ride it two or three times in a row. And I, and I know a lot of you guys kind of feel the same way. Like I could easily be like, hey, can you guys just let me go around one or two more times? Like I I just please. Like I would definitely do it. Um, and I just find it so relaxing. I love the people mover. Um, if it was up to me, they, I would have them extend it and make it even longer just so I can enjoy it more, you know? And like I said, the sounds, the sights, the smells, everything about it. Um, I think a lot of you guys will be able to agree with me on my number one pick. I know some of my picks on this, on this list were, uh, maybe a little out there. Maybe you're thinking like, you know, what is this guy talking about? But I think at number one and two, um, if you don't have the people mover, I, I just don't know if we can be friends. I hope I'm not being dramatic, but um, yeah, that's my pick. That's my number one pick. I think people mover is the most relaxing ride in all of Walt Disney World. All right. So honorable mention wise, I guess I could put pirates in there. Like I kind of thought about putting it on there. It's kind of like one of those comfort rides for me. You know, I think, uh, I think it just depends on you as a person and what you find relaxing, what like soothes you and relaxes you. Um, the one that I did remove to add the monorail though was Carousel of Progress. Um, that one and Mickey's Magic, I feel like I could flip flop on. Um, you know, I feel like you need like one of those good theater shows where you're sitting down and watching a show to kind of unwind and relax. Um, you know, I think Carousel of Progress is maybe you know, maybe a little more relaxing than Mickey's Magic, just because, you know, I think it's a comfier seat. If I'm if I'm going to do a top 10 most comfiest seats in all, of Walt, in all of Walt Disney World, I think it's a little longer show, or at least it feels longer. Um, but the thing is, I, I don't know, it's, for me, it's a, Mickey's Magic is a little less boring. I don't want to call Carousel boring, but Magic um, holds my interest just a little bit more. But you, I feel like I could flip-flop them either way, uh, so I will th- go ahead and throw Carousel of Progress uh, on my honorable mentions list. Uh, if, if there's ones that I missed, if there's one that you think is relaxing, shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, I didn't get a chance this week to, um, you know, I, w- I wanted to ask you guys, you know, what what's the most relaxing ride at Disney or what's your most relaxing ride at Disney I just kind of ran out of time this week, been pretty crazy. Uh, I just totally forgot to uh, put that out on my Instagram story. So if you're listening to this, shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you think of my list. Let me know which ones I missed out on. Give me your reasons why, and we can kind of debate back and forth. 
Um, yeah, like I said, crazy week this week. We have our baby shower on Saturday this weekend. That's, you know, it's, that's the thing that, um, you know, when we first found out my wife was pregnant, it was one of those that just, it felt so far away. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is awesome. We're excited. We're nervous, but it's so far away. So we'll just kind of worry about that when it gets here. And the baby shower being a few days away now is just kind of having reality set in now. And I'm like, kind of, you know, kind of freaking out, kind of, you know, just anxious and nervous. And, you know, I am excited though, to get everyone together and just kind of, you know, celebrate my wife and what she's doing for our family. And I'm so proud of her. And, and I know it's hard. And I, you know, I think uh, if you're a, if you're a father listening to this, you could probably, you know, give me some tips and probably agree. But like, there's just times I feel so helpless. Like, what can I do, you know, to help you? Like, I feel bad just like sitting there, like not being able to do anything. So that's just a quick peek into what's going on in my world right now. And that's, that's the reason why, you know, we're not, uh, we don't have any uh, Disney trips planned anytime soon as, you know, you know, the baby and everything is uh, priority number one. But I'll tell you right now, I just cannot wait uh, for that first trip for when we get to bring him uh, to Disney for the first time. Because as you guys know, I did an episode not that long ago, you know, a few weeks back about your first Disney memories. And my first trip in 92, like we have plenty of home videos and photos um, to the point where like it feels like I can remember more than I actually, you know, can. And uh, it's a, it's a good, brings up a good point too. Like how, like how old, like if you, if you have kids, how old uh, were they when you brought them uh, to Disney for the first time? Like how long did you wait? Because I'm not going to lie. Like I'm sure me and my wife are going to want to take him as soon as we can, just because we miss it as well. But I also want to make sure it's, you know, the right age where he can, you know, enjoy himself and interact with characters and you know whatever else and also you know it's got to be doable for for mom and dad as well you know we'll be traveling uh from chicago and it's like you know do we fly with uh, a one-year-old do we drive for the first time you know there's plenty of things we're going to have to think about so until then uh, i'm going to be living vicariously through you guys and your disney vacations uh so if you do have disney trips coming up and you want to <laughs> you want to tell me about them uh, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, like uh, like I mentioned in the intro with Brandon. Uh, it was fun talking about his trip, and like I said, like he he messaged me, you know, talking about you know what they're doing on their Disney vacation, how it's a little different than what they usually do, and just reading that, like like kind of just had me going, had me thinking, like yeah, you know what? When we do go back, I would want to do something like that. I would want to take you know a day or two and just do the uh, the after hours party, and that way we can relax and chill in the morning, in the afternoon. And you know, I'm sure it's a little cheaper than a uh, a day park pass, and you still get get entry at 7 p.m. So you have a good a good amount of time there uh, that you can spend in the park. So. That's all I got for this week's episode, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. You guys know how much I love you guys. You guys are the best, the best Disney community uh, around. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, Instagram's the the big one. My DMs there are always open. If you have ideas for the show, topic ideas, top 10 lists, feel free to let me know. Also, if you can hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review. If you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode and the newest addition to Spotify. If you want to support me and support the show, uh, help keep this podcast going, show a little love uh, to your host here. Uh, my link 
is in my Spotify homepage or in my bio on Instagram. You could support the podcast with a monthly contribution. Anything, uh, anything helps. Anything is much appreciated. Uh, I hope you guys know that. But enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good weekend. I uh, hope you guys stay safe. Enjoy the nice weather, whatever you got going on. Yeah, that's all I got. Until next time, always remember, it all started with a mouse. <laughs>